Kirby Smart took over the Georgia program in 2016. What are his top five wins? I'm going to tell you right now. 2016, the game, the win over Auburn in Athens. That was an unranked Georgia team, Matt, that beat Auburn 13 to seven. That was Kirby's uh, first win over a top 10 team as it stands today. He's seven and four over top 10 in top 10 games. That was his first one. It was a huge upset for Georgia over Auburn. It was Kirby's guy, Mo Smith, who came up with the big pick six in that game. Georgia's offense was struggling like it had been a lot that second half of the year, but it was Kirby's defense who really stepped up, made a lot of plays, and uh, that Mo Smith pick six was the play of the game. I think it gave Georgia the lead, and they held on, if I remember correctly, but the place was rocking. It always is in Sanford Stadium for Georgia-Auburn. Auburn was coming in playing great football, and Kirby got the job done, and as bad as that season was going, that was something that Georgia fans really needed. Through the, th through the uh, 2019 season, Kirby's teams have had seven come from behind or tied and come from behind victories. This was the, the first, well, this was one of many in the 2016 season, actually. They did it five times that year, Dylan. Uh, they were tied with Auburn uh, late 7-all, and they wound up winning the game 13-7. Well, I remember a big thing in that game was the offense was, wasn't doing great, but Jacob Beeson still looked he, pretty. That was one of his yeah. better games. Yeah, he, looked and he, he had some good passes. He didn't have a touchdown that game. But I remember that was one of the first games I covered, and that was what I ended up writing about for that game was just how solid he ended up looking in one of the few times that year that he did. Well, he was a young quarterback. He really he really had a hard time. He, Kirby made a uh, had a big part in playing young quarterbacks at the beginning of his career at Georgia. What was the number four game on our list? Uh, 2019 Florida. So why we put this one in here, this is one of Kirby's uh, top, you know, one of his several – top 10 wins, but if you don't remember going into that game, Georgia had lost to South Carolina, wasn't really playing so hot. They were favored to win the game, but the national media, I, I, I can't recall a time when, when Georgia was so picked against as a favorite. And Matt, that game was not, not just because of that, but because of what the momentum it seemed like the Gators had at the time and how important the game was to the season. I mean, if Florida wins that game, they go play for the playoff. I think Florida was six, Georgia was eight, something yeah, was like that. They were ranked behind Florida. Most of the national analysts were picking Florida to win the game. I think Florida had one loss, and it was a close loss to LSU in Baton touch, Rouge. Two touchdown loss, yeah. Right, but <laughs> hung with it. But it, Florida was a team that was playing better than people thought, and a lot of people thought they were starting to really connect, and – uh, thought that they could beat Georgia in this game, and Georgia was clearly the better team. We talked about it a bunch after that game, of course, but Jake Fromm, big game, and that was something that Kirby Smart really needed in the middle of this year, won him the East. And Jake Fromm killed the Gators again, Dylan. That was one of his, for the year, one of his few great games, yeah. I thought. Uh, 20, 20 completions on 30 attempts, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, in the game-sealing pass that I think you wrote about after to uh, who was it, Eli Wall? Yeah. On a you know unglamorous play, but maybe the biggest play of the game. Oh, it was, it was either the biggest play of the game. Well, the defense completely dominated that game. Yeah. Until the fourth quarter, and the Gators got it going a little bit. George's defensive line played excellent. But the, the, the thing about it was, I mean, Lawrence Cager was wide open, still is wide open. Kirby's reaction to that play, Dylan, you shot that shot. It's really one of the best shots of the decade, believe it or not. And 
Kirby was going bonkers he, as usual. He just looks like a, a kid almost. He loves it. it, yeah. it he looks more like a cartoon, I would say. The look on his face with his hands in the air. and he, He's not running, but he's marching downfield. It's just... I don't know. Well, he was pretty excited after the Brian Harrigan catch, too, because oh, that was right in front of him. That was a great catch, yeah. by the way. But it, it just, that game was such a big deal because, I mean... If you've never been to Georgia, Florida, it's hard to understand the uh, gravity of that game, the importance, the dislike on both sides, the, the that that game means so much, even if nothing is on the line. There's a lot of stress and anxiety going on within the, oh. the stands there. Yeah, <laughs> you sat in the stands and, and worked. It's I worked. I was shooting the game on the Florida angst. side. Oh, they were... After the Lawrence Cager catch, some of them, I think, looked over the bridge and, and felt like they wanted to jump off. Rubbing. There, there were some that were crying. There were some that were, I mean, hands in their palms. It was, it was a scene to be shooting, you know, in the middle of a giant Florida crowd watching that fourth quarter. The, that hurt the Florida fan base. That really hurt the narrative. They were confident. They, they thought Dan Mullen yeah. was going to outcoach yeah. Kirby. It didn't happen. And and that that but that was Georgia's number four win in Kirby's time. What was what was number three? Twenty seventeen Notre Dame. One of our favorite dog post trips. <laughs> uh, that would be that would have been number one. Trip on, wise, on, on trip wise, if it was an SEC trip. Well, this is the number one regular season uh, win for Kirby Smart, according to us. Yeah. Um, without going too much down why, the list, why but this is such a big deal. It's game two in a season. Jake Fromm's thrown in there. He didn't play unreal. He he was his first start. Let me, let me check the stats. Uh, Sixteen of twenty-nine. A pick. The pick was bad. Uh, the touchdown. The throw to Terry. He only had hundred and forty-one yards. He took a couple sacks. Mikkel dropped a for sure touchdown. Yeah, he did. That was huge. But uh, we asked the Georgia players prior to the Notre Dame game this game this year. Hey, was the win two years ago, what kind of jump-started that 2017 season and the program where it is today, and a lot of them said, yeah, I mean, that was huge. It was and either it, that yeah. game or the Mississippi State game, but you don't get the Mississippi State game without the, the Notre Dame win. It was a close, and they won it at the end with defense, and that was uh, Georgia was a team that could put teams away at that point, and you knew that they were for real for the rest of the season after that. It was a, that was a hell of a game. What did you see from where you were at up there? I mean, other than a bunch of red. Just how – that's why I about knew that Jake Fromm was going to be serviceable at least that season, mostly because of how good Nick and Sony were, but also that he was just playing solid that year. Yeah. I mean, that game specifically in his very first start, it wasn't anything crazy, but it just looked solid enough, especially with those two guys, to make do. I'll tell you what, before that game, Roquan Smith was good, but Roquan Smith absolutely destroyed – Notre, Notre Dame, and so did Lorenzo Carter. He had the game of his life. And then Devin Bellamy made the play of his life at the end. So And those are two – and we're completely forgetting here the Terry Godwin catch. Well, I thought I mentioned you, you it. You mentioned it briefly, earlier. but that was one of the biggest plays of the year. It, it was an amazing catch. and and But it was an amazing catch because it was an amazing catch in a perfect moment uh, at Notre Dame, third know, down, I nailed the shot, yeah. you know, as usual. <laughs> but it was a great moment. A lot of photographers nailed that shot. But it, it was, it, it was a moment in time. It was an important moment in time. And you know, Georgia still has. 
We didn't put the Notre Dame win this year, from the 2019 season on, even though that was a cla- that was a clash of top ten teams. I mean, that Notre Dame team was number nine coming into that game. Yeah. No, they weren't even number nine. They were higher than that. They were number seven. All right. And and that but that was but the Notre you don't get I don't know that you get uh, everything that came in the 2017 season and after. I mean Georgia hadn't exactly lost a lot of football games since they beat Notre Dame up there. They wouldn't have gone to the playoff if they would have lost that no game at Notre Dame no too. Way. So well we say no way. I mean Auburn had two losses and came into that game. They probably would have gone to the playoff, but it, it was it was the yeah. win that really mattered. Yeah, for sure. Number two. Number two, 2017 <laughs> SEC Championship. I said it before, this is the biggest Georgia-Auburn game ever in over 100 years of playing football. This was the biggest Georgia-Auburn game ever. Winner goes to the playoff. Auburn was ranked number two. Georgia was number four or five. They were six. Six? But, yeah. but it was pretty well implied if they won that game, right. they were going to the playoffs. There was right. no question about it. Absolutely. Uh, Auburn strikes first. They go up 7 nothing. They came very close to taking control of that game, Auburn. But then... Georgia dominated that second half. Well, you're skipping the part that... And you might not recall the black, it. Black the black field goal? goal. Daquan yeah. Hawkins muckle. Daquan Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, burst through, or I don't know what he did, but he got that giant meat hook yeah. up in the air and blocked it and just saw the sideline erupt. Dom Blaylock took it like 15 yards down the sideline. Dominic Blaylock, uh, Dom Sanders, it, it, right, right, was right, a hell right. of a player for Georgia, and uh, he was he was a guy that made a lot of plays, including in that game. Now, it's hard to uh, think of that game without thinking of Roquan getting the fumble or whatever it was. First play of the fourth quarter, but before that, Davin Bellamy with the the strip sack when they were in field goal range. That was huge. That was huge. That was one of the biggest game-changing moments there. But the swift run, another yep. great Kirby image this time yep. from Wes Mullenberg. Kirby, again, getting the freak, you know, freak background deal going on. Uh, he loves to hate Auburn. That had to have been a big moment for him. 28-7 victory. And it might have been the biggest run of Swiss career. I don't know about the best one. It but, might have been. But, might be but it might be the biggest, most important run. Great call by Scott Howard on that, too. Um, that he takes it back to, to Philadelphia. I mean, that's how it was. That place erupted, and he broke through when he was gone. And you, just a sigh of relief you know, from all the Georgia fans out in the stadium. Because it, it was over then. Yeah, it was definitely It was over then. It made it 28 to, to 7. Yeah. But if it was probably over, yeah. but it was that, that cinched it, and that was the ball game. That was a hell of a night for Georgia. The question was, I remember talking to um, uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck Dowdle. Chuck Dowdle after the game, he said, you, you know, where do you think? Do you think they're going to the Rose Bowl? I thought it was for sure they're going to the Rose Bowl. The question is, who will they play? Uh, probably Oklahoma. And then that, soon thereafter, the question was, you know, are they going to deal with, with – uh, Al- is Alabama going to get in was the giant question. It was Alabama or Ohio State. And it was turned out to be – And they got it right. <laughs> well, apparently. The number one uh, Kirby win on our list. It had to be the Rose Bowl. The game right after. Yeah, it was it was such a great event. They totally know it. Sugar Bowl is unbelievable. Yeah. But the Rose Bowl is just so different. It was special. Probably yeah. it's because it's in California. Part of it's because of the parade. Part of the it's tradition the, of it. The, yeah. the whole deal. It's 70 degrees. It's, it was really <laughs> It was nice. beautiful. It was great. Is that the biggest Georgia win since 
the national championship in 1980? Was that? I think that might be right. Uh, the 2002 SEC championship is a big yeah. deal. I'm not sure. Any, it's. I mean, how many programs have a Rose Bowl win, let alone two? Georgia, has, especially Georgia. from the SEC. Oh yeah, I mean Georgia has two, and it's just uncommon. Um, but we're let's not skip past the game. You beat the Heisman Trophy winner. You you narrowly got. You I mean the the game was epic in theory. It was heavyweight bout, second, back and forth, second best Rose Bowl ever. Yeah. First I, overtime Rose I Bowl. I don't know if it was the best college football game because Texas SC, you know, and a lot of people would say, hey. If you 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 remember watching that game, I mean, that was the – that Texas-USC game was just unreal. This comes close. This wasn't so far. Yeah. The biggest thing is just these didn't have the stakes. This wasn't a national championship game, but it was damn sure close. I mean, it it, – Semifinal. It was yeah. and Clemson. I mean, Alabama just kind of uh, walked the yeah. dog against Clemson later that night, yeah. uh, which which was what everyone thought would yeah. happen. But it was the OU Georgia still stands as one of the most watched football games of this century in college football. We just got the numbers back here lately for the college football semifinals for uh, Clemson, Ohio State. Ohio State has huge viewership. It was almost 9 million fewer viewers than watch Georgia-Oklahoma. That game is going to be a classic for a long time. Yeah. It was a huge Forever. win for Kirby. Oklahoma was up 17. Yeah. Baker Mayfield said it was over. He was running, doing the arm thing. It was over. And then uh, Rodrigo with the, the field goal really changed the game. Uh, and changed the longest of his career, wasn't it? Was that, changed that was the 55-yard? Yep, Rose Bowl record. And it did change the game. Georgia came out there and, and didn't put it all on Jake Fromm. They ran the football, and they continued to run all over him. But that defense yep. was was scream. They were, they were a holy terror out there. And then the Georgia fan base, yeah. which was probably looking back at it, about 65% of the crowd, uh, it looked like more and more. It was tough to tell with the sooner. It was the, tough the to sooner, tell, but you can right. see after yeah. the game yeah. with the photos we've got. Second game in a row where Georgia got a turnover on the first play of the fourth quarter. They did it against Auburn, that SEC title game with Roquan picking that up. And then Dom Sanders with the interception on that first play, took it back inside the five. The game felt over then. It felt like Oklahoma was done. And then you had But then Sony fumbled. They go back on top. The whole game was crazy back and forth. It was a crazy game. But... I, again, want to go back to what served as our photo of the decade at Dog Post, which was the shot of Kirby. Um, Fist pumping in the air, was that what? I mean, it, no, it's it, the one that Dylan took with the Rose Bowl logo and the sideline exploding. Right. Dropping um, some mad profanity in the middle right. of the photo. That's right. That's what, what Kirby does. Tell, tell us about that that moment. You saw it. You stuck with it. Well, it's just weird because you usually don't see it. The coach usually jogs out there on his way to, to shake the other coach's hand, but he was just by himself, not surrounded by anyone. He didn't have the state trooper with him, which you always <laughs> oh, see the coach with. Like, yeah. And he was. He took 10, off on the trooper. Yeah, man. he was a good 10, 15 yards in, in front of everyone. Jake Fromm played, I mean, that final drive. That was a great performance. Was that, about as well as he as he's played. Yeah, that might have been his his first like truly great statistical game too. Twenty of twenty nine. He had 
He had uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 220 yards. He was sacked twice. But, you know, before the the Carolina game that year, uh, he really wasn't asked to do a ton. He he played pretty well against Missouri and Notre Dame. But they they said to him, you got to go tie this game, bro. You got a minute. If you don't tie this game, we're going to lose. And they, they put it on his back, and he went, and he did it. Javon Wims, that catch was a fantastic catch. Um, I think it was the touchdown. The there was pass interference, and then eventually Nick yeah. just broke through. It was in the middle of the fourth quarter, and then the next possessions when Nick scored with like a minute left. What about the block punt, though? I mean, there were so many moments in this game. The block it's, kick? The block, the, excuse me, the block uh, kick. Lorenzo did you, Carter. Did you think immediately Georgia had won, Matt, at that point? At that point, I said they're going to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they would. Did y'all did y'all think that they should have called holding on Jake Fromm when he was holding on the outside? Was he like, was holding. He was obviously holding. Was you, awesome. you can't call it. Well, they, but he, he was he holding. Must have known that they had Jake Fromm out there blocking on this great play. Trey Blunt was in the play. Isaiah McKenzie was in on that play. Alden Bynum was in on that play. <laughs> number forty-two. No. Yeah, he was. So weird. He, that was was, something. he was in on that play. A lot of weird dogs in the, on the field there, but it worked out. It worked out, and and he ran it right at us. Um, you got a great shot of him crossing like the goal line when he's like. It, well, the best getting into the image of it is where I put a remote camera. Dog posts a little psychotic about imagery. A um, little bit, <laughs> and that was obviously well worth it. And you can see the sideline erupt and come onto the field. And it was complete pandemonium. One problem was that we didn't know where they were going to play the overtime. And so on the sideline, it was a zoo on that sideline. Because they said, we're not, you know, we're just playing on this sideline, which was going into the Redcoats. Right. And, um, Sony, when he got that, you know, it was extremely crowded on that sidelines. It's close to fist fight time with a lot of these guys. But when he broke through, he ran right into, uh, you know, the national championship, right to Atlanta. It was a hell of a moment for him, the team, and Kirby. It's our number one game. Uh, that It's a number one win for Kirby Smart so far. All right, those are our top five wins. Who are the top five running backs all time at Georgia? You can click right here and find out. Tell me what you think.